0: Diet starts tomorrow with hosts Sammy Sage I'm having a relationship with my pizza And Aileen Drexler
1: I'm gonna make you girls a hump day treat
0: In a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram
2: Just doing my workout, Tuesday's arms and back
0: But feels anything but in real life
2: Is butter a carb?
0: Yes This is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being
1: I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie
0: From people who understand the struggle
3: I am on the third day of my cleanse diet
2: Hello and welcome back to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Sammy. And I'm Aileen. And we're starting something a little bit different today, right, Aileen?
3: Righto, Sammy. Yeah,
2: so <laughs> to be honest, I am on vacation and Aileen is in the throes of um, pregnancy and possibly will have given birth by the time this comes out. So we wanted to prepare Like a four-part series. But basically the theme of it is sort of like an examination over four episodes of how um, like TV and movies and pop culture have affected our – like the way we see ourselves, our bodies, like how we – our self-image and self-esteem. So for the first episode, we're going to talk about like specific specific clips and movies and and scenes that really like made a mark on us. And then in the next episode – us per the two of us yeah and then in the next episode you all submitted some some of those for yourself so we're going to talk about those and then in episode 3 we're going to do like we're going to talk about how like the TV and movie landscape is now has it improved has it like helped us reckon with our bodies and our eating issues in a, a new way and then um for our fourth episode the creator of the show Physical Annie Weissman is we interviewed her and had a really amazing conversation to sort of like fit in with all of this. So are you ready, Aileen? I am
3: ready. Also, a lot of these things, I feel like we didn't know that they were affecting us or like the ones that some of you submitted. You weren't cognizant of the fact that it was affecting you, but like looking back now you realize, oh shit, like I kind of remember that. And it's weird that I remember that. And the fact that I remember it means it affected me. So yeah, right like otherwise you'd forget it so how should we get started should we just sammy do you want to go with your first one
2: yeah i this isn't the first thing that affected me but it was a very pivotal one in that it glamorized eating disorders particularly bulimia to me in like a way that like actually caused me to try to act on it um when that had never happened because of something I saw in media before like the rest of the examples I'll give like they didn't actually affect my actions and this one did and it is the Thanksgiving episode from Gossip Girl where Blair throws up her pie and Sean is going to play a clip of it you
0: hey. haven't
2: touched your food what
0: has gotten into you
2: so her mom says that to her and then she goes into the kit. She leaves the table. She goes into the kitchen. She stuffs a whole pie in her face and then she goes oh, and yeah. throws it up and Serena comes and like rescues her. Okay, not only the way that it was like glamorized but because she looked like beautiful and thin and her hair was perfect while doing it and she looked like healthy. It also like was solved. You know what I mean? Like it was never an ongoing problem again that was referenced mm-hmm. and it wasn't like But I think if you have really severe bulimia, like you're not functioning. And they made it casual, very
3: casual, right?
2: Yeah. Like a severe disorder like that really takes over your life in a way that they make it seem like is so extraneous to her. Right. It's just like a casual
3: thing she did.
2: In one episode.
3: In one episode, which I don't know. Like, do you think that that affected more people? I must have. I mean... You said you tried it after?
2: Like, I I told you, like, I, like, in college, I, like, tried to, like, make myself throw up. And I think that it, I don't, I think it was, like, partially, like, given, like, you know, the green light by, like, I loved mm. Gossip Girl. Like, Blair Waldorf up in her headbands. Like, I feel like the glamour of it made me feel like, oh, like, they she didn't just, they, they didn't address
3: it. They didn't address that it was bad.
2: Not at, they addressed that it was bad, but not, as bad as it was. Like they made it seem like a silly, cute issue, not like a debilitating mm. mental disorder.
3: Well, that brings me to one of my examples, um, similar topic. Center Stage. I feel like you also agree with this mm-hmm. one. Center Stage was an amazing movie, first of all. But seeing it as a young girl and like the way that it sort of glamorized. Um dancing. At the end of that movie, I remember being like, I, I wanna, wanna do the dance. dancer. I wanna dance at the ballet. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I'm not thin enough to do that. But the 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 that was like always like I'm not thin enough. I mean I could picture myself dancing, but even though I did dance when I was younger, like I have pictures of it, of it. And um I was like, I just am not thin enough for this. Because in the movie, they make it such a thing about their weight. And one of the main characters, Maureen, has an eating disorder. And it sort of comes out throughout the movie. And it's like the mom who's sort of making it that mm-hmm. she has one, right? Like, that's that's the pressure of, of her bulimia. And she does drop out at the end. So I like that they sort of show that it was unhealthy and she recognized that it was unhealthy that said i've never i remember watching it and being very confused about what she was doing yes i was like what does this mean like why? What is she doing in the bathroom? And why? And then, and then I was like, she's throwing up. But I'm like, why? And it sort of explained eating disorders to
2: me. I've never knew about bulimia until I kind of saw this movie, um right? Yes, but but also, okay. The they did this. They gave they also gave it like the Blair Waldorf treatment, where it's just like a quick moment, and then you're fine. Because even when she quits ballet at the end, sorry if we spoiled it for you guys. When she quits, <laughs> she doesn't say. I'm quitting because this is giving me an eating disorder. She says, I'm quitting because this is not my dream, mom. It's your dream. And it means more to you than it ever did to me. So it never had, she (laughs) didn't say like, this is giving me an eating disorder. I can't like, you know what I mean? She didn't make it about like the real mental health issue. She was like, I actually just don't want to pursue your dream.
3: Right. But her dream, but, but it was connected because it, she was pursuing her mom's dream at, like, the detriment of her own health because she was making herself thinner as a way of, like, pursuing the dream. Right. Right? Should we play the clip? Let's play the yeah. clip. Anyone want a fruit tart for the road? Yeah, I'll take one. It's practically all fat, Emily.
1: Hello, Emily. I'm Jim Gordon. Hi. She want what, work here?
2: Do you remember that girl, Emily, got kicked out because she had, like, gained weight? Yes, yes. Yeah. And that's Maureen
3: saying, saying it. it's
2: practically all fat. Yeah. Right. And then Emily has to leave in the middle of the movie. I and they imply it's because she like gained weight and like wasn't good enough anymore.
3: And also all throughout this whole thing is that Jody, the main character, doesn't like have the ideal body for dancing. Like that was the whole thing. And that's why in the end it was such a rebellion yeah. of the way that she goes about like the dance yeah. routine and she does like the sexy dance on the bed yeah. and then she like doesn't go to or she goes to cooper's dance company <laughs> speaking of this movie i remember walking to work when back in the day when we would go to work in an office i saw charlie oh my god, like twice on my way and i saw him i was like who's that who's that, who's that? And i was like oh That's Charlie from center stage. And he looks almost the same. Charlie's like the good boy ballet dancer. Yeah. Cooper was the bad boy ballet dancer. Yeah.
2: Yeah, totally. Yes, so much in that movie. Um, So
3: much in that movie. So much, especially because it made dancing like...
2: Glamorous. Like if you're a young girl, you're like, I want to be a dancer. Yeah. When she goes to that that like studio, the studio the shady studio, and they, she does the dance to higher grounds. Like I can't tell you the number of times I've tried to like do that dance in my like <laughs> stupid like, you, like you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I could not though. And again, the message I did get from that was like, you must be very thin, or it doesn't look as good, or something.
3: Does she re- does she reject Cooper? Wh- which one does she reject? She rejects.
2: She rejects Cooper and she goes with the... No, no,
3: no, no. She rejects the the, ball- the main American Ballet company, but she goes to work with Cooper. But she she doesn't, she doesn't date Cooper. Yeah, she dates she the other guy. She gets with Charlie. Yeah. Which I think is a great lesson. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> that was a good lesson in the end. Yeah. For that, career that and love. <laughs>
1: Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun, but the springtime
2: A Vanity Fair magazine spread from, I don't know what year it was. Must have been like 2001 or 2002. And the people on the front of it were Amanda Bynes, the Olsen twins, Mandy Moore, Hilary Duff, Alexis Bledel, and Who's that girl? Evan Rachel Wood, Raven Simone, and Lindsay Lohan. And they're wearing like blush neutral colors mostly. And they all, every single one of them is like a beautiful, like, there's not a single larger body there. They all just look so chic for the time. They don't look chic for now, but like they like the homogeneity of like the perfect hair and the perfect body and the thin arms and the thin legs. Like I remember just thinking like, okay, this is where I need this is what I need to look like. Like this is the map. And the two things that like stuck out to me in particular was Amanda Bynes' outfit where she's wearing this like cute uh, she's wearing a skirt and like a t-shirt and like her stomach is showing and i was like i need like that's what i need to be able to wear um the, the,
3: the, that was such a thing also i'm looking at this i i don't remember this but i'm looking at it now because it's in our outline like hills doof also has that little midriff showing yeah and it was such a thing to have like low-rise pants and like slight midriff yes showing up below your shirt and it was almost like and then I always, re- I remember feeling bad that I could, I had to put my shirt all the way down. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Like right? the lower stomach area has never been my best. So, <laughs> yeah.
3: I remember in high school I would like I got these like Abercrombie I loved Abercrombie I got these Abercrombie jeans and I wear I would wear them even lower because like the area sort of below my stomach was flatter than the area on my stomach so I would wear my like juicy jacket like so it met that and I was like oh cool I have the midriff when really this was like very close to my crotch it's it was was bad
2: but anyway so how did this affect you? Um, I just think that, like, this was sort of, like, burned in my brain as the goal. Like, look like mm. them. Be their size. Have their straight hair.
3: I mean, remember when Hillary Duff had um, anorexia? Yeah. She was, like, very anorexic. And, like, people were sort of, s- like, saying how good was. Like, saying, you? like, good
2: job. Like, <laughs> yeah, because right. she was... W- there's okay another and maybe I'll um Just combine my this with my Next one which is Bridget Jones being Considered fat there's so much Wrapped up in not only what was Like considered what you should be but What was not okay and Knowing that like Hillary Duff was Considered bigger when she was in Lizzie McGuire and that like Bridget Jones was like a fat Loot considered like the stereotype Of like a fat loser Like and like just eating her emotionally eating her yeah. like ben and
3: jerrys right yeah
2: those messages of like Hagen does. of like don't go so combine the message of like don't go above this weight with this this magazine spread which is like a map of what you should look like like that showed me i need to be in a very specific place weight wise
3: mhm
2: right yeah i mean these are these all
3: these girls on this um cover are like were iconic, right? You had Mandy Moore. Um, not only was she like singing at the time, she was also like. She was in the so Princess cool, Diaries and the Princess Diaries, and like a Walk to Remember. Steepy, Cupy. Um, Lindsay Lohan. That's so Raven. Obviously, Mary-Kate and Ashley. mary and Ashley were also... I was obsessed with Full House as a very young girl. And um, so much so that I gave myself the middle name Michelle after Michelle Tanner when I didn't... I don't have a middle name or didn't. I was obsessed with them. And also, I remember when M- M- MK was very anorexic. Yes. That was also a thing people were saying she looked great. And then, like, they were no, saying I she think, was sick. I think
2: people were concerned about her because she reached what society, like that level that you get to where you're like allowed to be concerned back in the day, but back it was a
3: look, it was a look and everyone was talking about it. The fact
2: that everybody was talking about it
3: brought attention to it. And not, I don't think it was like that positive of a, of a way.
2: No, I don't because think it was, it was positive.
3: Like not at all. They were like talking about how thin she was, regardless of whether or not they were saying she was healthy or unhealthy. They were just saying how thin she was. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just I remember like these people were like Amanda Bynes. She was all the classic movies. And just like all these people were. I guess maybe we idolize them without really knowing we idolize them. Yeah. Some more than others. Definitely. Definitely. I did. And I'm sure they were really, really pressured. Like in the OC, remember like Misha Barden was very, very thin. And she later talks about like when she was on um, The Hills this past couple years ago, talks about how fucked up like people like Perez Hilton and all the magazines made her feel about her size. And that's what sort of set her off. Off when she kind of lost A little little
2: bit yeah I lost mean Her
3: a lot of these Stability
2: this is not This magazine spread is not a Picture of like mental health necessarily No no no
3: It's just some like girls and moms. Like if you
2: made it out <laughs> well You ended up like Mandy Moore Hillary Duff
3: Yeah like just basic right. like normal People <laughs> Yeah, Raven
2: Yeah Raven Rachel Evan I don't know what she's up to what do you mean? Rachel Evanwood. She was in West
3: West. Oh Wales. duh
2: duh, I forgot about that.
3: But she did recently come out about her relationship with Marilyn Manson about how oh, he yeah. was like sexually abusing her and all of
2: this shit. Right. Recently. Alexis Bladell also seems like okay. She's married to Pete Campbell. <laughs> right. And she's also a Hamming and tell. Uh,
3: all besides the boys.
1: <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Newly.
3: Speaking of the OC, one of mine that I is burned in my brain is the Laguna, is Laguna Beach. In Laguna Beach, all of the girls were so glamorous, and like they were fighting over this boy, and even them, I remember thinking like, even them, like at this thin weight, they still couldn't get the boy, right? And it was just like, to me, that was like saying like, "Oh, well, if they can't, I definitely can't. But I'm still going to like and they were also so rich and they also had the midriff showing all the time. And it was just like it was while it was so fun to watch, I think it affected me without realizing like looking. The reason why I don't think I even knew that it affected me until we did this exercise when we were go, thinking about it. And I'm like Laguna Beach because it was like this friends group. And there was like a lot of boy stuff, you know, I was boy crazy, so that re- boys' opinions really mattered to me. So it was just like a lot of that tied up in also like how they that's appeared. why I appeared. Yeah. and Maybe somebody else. Right, and that is why body
2: diversity and like, like representation are important. Or issues or body insecurities. Um, and that not is the yeah. It that way, so, but, but me, I something like that you said that's interesting really is something that like I still because I feel there like was is was no very body young thought, but also like I'm sure everybody has it, which is like, well, if they can't get the guy, then like how will I? Totally. That I think is like a big driver for women at a young age. Like they're comparing themselves to their other peer like let's say it's a heterosexual situation they're comparing themselves to their on their other female peers and they're ranking their appearance and looks attractiveness next to those other people who are quote-unquote competition and they think well if this person only gets this then I only will get this you know but 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 what is missing from that message is that like we're actually human beings with like characters and it doesn't just come down to like how blonde your hair is and like all this other stuff and there's like personalities Mm -hmm. and compatibility and you are you have value outside of your looks but that was never really conveyed via yeah no one told us so (laughs) yeah (laughs) no one said that no one no
3: one no one told us all right what's your next um one? so
2: I already did Bridget Jones being considered fat but and this is also a later one.
3: like crying into her ice cream
2: yeah <laughs> this is this is a bit this is an older one um Yolanda Foster telling Gigi not to eat her birthday cake this oh God, came yes. at like post-college height of just like disordered eating and Yolanda told Gigi not eat her cake. Let's play the clip. I'm so excited for the food. Pretty much all the food that we're eating is like a heart attack in a meal. It's like, but it's going to be so good. It's good. You're going to have one, one night of being bad, right? Yeah, I was actually really good this week. Yeah. And then you got to get back on your diet, though. Yeah.
3: Oh, God. I also remember, okay, Yolanda also promoting the Master Cleanse. For like Yolanda said a days. lot Of she really fucked up things She
2: also told Gigi Like Gigi was at a Modeling shoot And they told her Like not to make her Eyes look Asian They Gigi told her Workers in her house Not Like they had to learn To speak English Like you live in America Like And then And oh, she yes. they're, At the birthday party She actually like Gigi like She told her Not to eat the cake Like all of this Like yeah Yolanda has some pretty fucked up things The
3: almonds remember the almonds Like don't was it wasn't that like don't eat too many almonds? I think
2: so They. She told her not to wear basketball shorts because she'll Look like a le- or not to play volleyball because She'll look like a lesbian like Yolanda Really said some bad shit
3: <laughs> Some fucked up shit I wanna Yeah watch Yolanda
2: is kind of like <laughs> If you want to hear Everything everyone was complaining about Like in be out during like June of last year. Just watch Yolanda Foster like move through the world. <laughs> <laughs> like the like Seriously. she's the problem. So yeah, that that so. that was an older thing, but I at the height of like Victoria's Secret fashion show glory, that was like mm-hmm. what I was hearing.
3: The thing about that and like listening to sort of us listening to hearing that back and like trying to put myself in that like position of watching it I remember like at a very we're very vulnerable right watching it we don't have the like the mental strength to say this is fucked up or even if we say it's fucked up we're sort of thinking that it's true so I my I remember like even watching it my fear is like everyone thinks this yeah like but Yolanda is just saying it and and I and that's like oh this is true like I shouldn't eat my birthday cake, either. But I'm a fat ass. Like, even though I maybe wasn't, you know, like that. I think that is also a part of all of it. Is that everybody watching? Even though it is kind of ridiculous, and but then you watch Gigi take it, and she's like, and then she, and then Yolande also is like her mom, it's give telling her you shouldn't, you know, you
2: shouldn't. yeah, they like them a little on the skinnier and side in Milan,
3: and then you. Th- And you think about your own relationship with your mom, and like, you know, you're like, oh, you know, everybody thinks this about. Maybe everybody thinks this about me when I eat. Yep. You know, that's that's the really like fucked up part. Fucking Yolanda and her fucking. Yeah, this was a bad one. Watch that again. (laughs) That was a really bad one. Okay, my next one. I think everyone knows this one. It is from Friends, Monica. Monica, as when she is quote unquote fat, like the whole thing about Monica's personality that she used to be fat and she lost a lot of weight. How, even though that really makes sense for her character, <laughs> it when they do the flashbacks and even though the script is so funny like it is really funny they just refer to her as like monica's fat sister they refer to her as like with the way that her mom like sort of like oh honey no like they sort of refer like the parents and the flashbacks while they are very funny it's really fucked up the way that they're like oh no like she they push her to the side like oh she they, they make a lot of fat jokes about Her being fat And you The more you hear it And the more you hear The laugh track About it And the more that You're just like Is everyone thinking This about me too Well it's also like They
2: only put that in So they could make Jokes about it Like they did Like like thats That was the purpose Of that device Is so that they could Make fat jokes Because fat jokes Were funny Like they were Widely considered funny
3: I'm. I'm. I laughed. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Like even though I didn't know what it was really doing to me at right. the time, and I get why it's not no longer okay, but I. I still thought it was like funny. But it's like a it's cheap so cheap. joke.
2: Also, let's it's talk so cheap, about how I, they. But, the unreality of um, that she would have gone from that size to her current size. It's a lie, right? <laughs> like.
3: It, but it really makes so much sense for her personality. Like, the super type A, like, like goes goes on this, like, intense diet and loses a lot of weight. And then her parents are proud of her. Yeah. Like, that's a big part of it. Chandler was into her, though. At first, they were saying, oh, you're <laughs> a And then it's kind of like, he's also, a, he's kind of a loser with his flock of seagulls haircut, right. you know. And he wa- he did get into her. And then he, like, she, like, chopped his toe off remember like accidentally like she's trying to seduce oh no that's when she was skinny yeah, no, he didn't get into her till she was. Skinny. He wasn't into her. Then she lost weight, and then she now she was like, "I lost all this weight. Now I'm going to try to seduce him." And then yeah, how's he was that into message? He's like, "What's what? exact that message was very direct to me yeah. when I watched that it, one one to one." I was like, "Oh shit! Well, I guess I got to lose weight if I want Chandler and with this lock of seagulls haircut, <laughs> which is ridiculous to begin with." And then like he deserved his toe being cut off. But I, I that was I watched Friends like with my eyes wide open. I didn't blink. I loved it so much. I also really admired the writing <laughs> because it was really good writing. But then, you know, you just there were but the fat jokes and cheap jokes. That was like a thing of like the totally. time. Totally. So it wasn't just friends and I'm not blaming friends for it, but that as a character like Monica as a character as like Fat yeah. Monica was, is burned in totally. my Totally. Another funny <laughs> scene though was when she comes, she's like they're like, oh, Monica, did you lose weight just like as like a cut? She's like, yeah, two pounds. Can you can I remember you remember like that? Me? Yeah, Do you remember that? I thought that was like hilarious, um, very uh, very um, accurate. All right, what's yours? Okay,
2: next one. Just a pause. I'm gonna skip Mary-Kate and Ashley in so little time because I literally just talked about them on this magazine cover and there's not a specific thing. So I'm just gonna skip to Disney. That's okay. fine okay my next thing we're going back to really really young and we're going to talk about Disney for a little bit I was especially thinking about this because in when I interviewed Malcolm Gladwell he was his whole thing is like recreating the Little Mermaid for like a number of reasons but then I started thinking about it from like a weight and appearance perspective and when you think about like the Disney princesses they all look like fucking ridiculous Like they look like they're wearing a Victorian corset under their animated Dress and their eye uh, Like like like, they, like basically yeah. the way That Disney princesses are Animated they're animated to look Like impossibly Beautiful Like a, man like a ma- yeah <laughs> like the man Drew like this imagine yeah completely Like that that is how they're yeah. They're animated and then And they're
3: also like young yeah,
2: they're also like 13 Weird. yeah um fucking creepy so no i don't know but they're not old like yeah no but then more on the flip side the villains like let's say ursula fat ugly another color same with like even like the villains are always ugly and weird looking and deformed even if they're not fat like then you have um yeah and I think yeah. that there was, like, this equivalence and it basically, like, reinforced that moral equivalence of, like, the, pro- the good protagonist is beautiful and thin and, look, has these dimensions and her eyes are going to pop out of her fucking head and she looks like Kim <laughs> Kardashian before the surgery, like, or after the surgery, like, as Jasmine, let's say. Because, um, like, whatever. And then you see the villains who are equated as being, like, bad, morally evil And they look fat and ugly. And it's just like when you're a kid and you're taking that message in over and over and over again from different Disney movies, it definitely is sending you a message about like what the reflection of someone's exterior is on their interior. And I just yeah. The witch. Yeah. The witch, the beast, his punishment for being an asshole is he gets turned ugly like and fat. Or a beast like. I don't know.
3: And yet he still gets the girl.
2: Dad <laughs> the bod. Messages from men are much <laughs> yeah. different. <laughs> yeah like. Right. They, men like, women. So yeah. That's. That's what I got to say about that. <laughs> What's your next one? That's.
3: um So I have two. Um One is. I don't know if this one's that obvious. But I. It was one of the first things that I thought of when we were discussing this. The movie Shallow Hal. Fucked up. Totally. So (laughs) annoying. Um, What I appreciate about the movie is at least they call out Jack Black for being a loser. Like, that's how... That's the premise. Basically, the premise is that he's this kind of big loser. And he he meets Tony Robbins. And he's, like, really superficial. He's shallow. Hal. (laughs) And... Hal. His name is Hal. And Tony Robbins, like, puts a hex on him. uh, And he now only sees he only he only sees beauty from the inside so basically the movie then goes on and he meets all these women who are not perfect and he's in love with them and he's obsessed with them because he sees them as perfect and by perfect the biggest example is like but then everybody else like Jason Alexander is like the the sidekick sees them in real life so what happens is he meets Gwyneth Paltrow, and Gwyneth he sees her as Gwyneth, like the Gwyneth we know. But in what Jason Alexander and the rest of the world sees, and you see also is Gwyneth in a fat suit, and that's kind of it. There's other characters also that would not fly in 2021. Also, Jason Alexander has like a has like a tail, like that I found funny. Um, but the idea. <laughs> like I get the idea like the premise like it makes it's fucking annoying but it's just like the fact that Gwyneth he can only see her beauty is only from the inside when he sees her as thin yes is is the fucked up part and I that also burned in my brain because Gwyneth in reality he would never see her and I mean, maybe it's a lesson in that, like, a lot of men are superficial and that they don't see beauty from within. Which Tony Robbins, good job. But the fact that they're all they're using examples of women who are overweight or just not don't look like Gwyneth
2: Paltrow.
3: It was really just like an annoying movie. It's one of those movies that like you just wish a lot of men didn't watch. Yeah,
2: because it's like you know it's what like I mean? they probably thought, okay, yeah, same. Like, like I see that, right. and it's like, oh, so they're validated. Maybe, it.
3: well, like, what, what's, the, what's the message? What's the moral of this story? Oh, maybe I should give ugly women a chance. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that's the, basically what they're saying because there was like other, it was, like, remember like the hot girls he meets at the club, and then Jason Alexander's like, are you fucking kidding me? Do you remember that I scene? don't really remember like, it. I, I implore people to watch this. I, wa- I watch this movie.
2: Okay, I don't really remember I, I, like I just, any details. Also,
3: also, I don't like Jack Black.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: I don't find him entertaining. Um, anyway, do we have the clip? Oh, there she is. There's Rosemary. Where? Right
2: there. Is she behind the rhino? That was in the commercial. Oh, yes. That's when... I can picture her walking in the commercial. Calling
3: her a bug and Yes,
2: I know, I know. I just, that just really went. I don't remember the movie. Here's the thing. I don't actually remember a single thing from the movie. All I remember is that commercial where she's walking and she, and yeah.
3: This movie was definitely burned in my brain. I, was, I remember watching it thinking, oh, I, I should find this funny. But somehow there's something fucked up about it that I can't quite put my finger on. Um, I have one more I want to share. And I feel like this is more recent. It was more in college. And it is Snooki. Yeah. Just Snooki's general presence on Jersey Shore. Fast forward to Snooki when she has a baby, then loses all her weight, and then becomes respected in society. So Snooki, even though in my head I was thinking, "Oh, Snooki's not respected because she's overweight, and they like call her a gremlin, things like that," or like I liked that she had a lot of confidence, but she also drank so much. So that's part of why I think a lot of people didn't respect. Snooki i mean the show time, wasn't like built
2: like, on like respect for the characters come on
3: <laughs> i know but like she was sort of seen as a joke even though Wow like also got really drunk you right know? she was the, pr- think, the like, prom-
2: prime joke
3: right she was the joke because of her appearance um but she also got messier than than Wow. um but in my head, the way that I interpreted it is was, again, because of my perspective is or my own insecurities. I was projecting is because she wasn't respected because she was overweight, not because she was a dr- me- messy drunk, because I was in college. I, everybody yeah. was. Well, at least <laughs> I, I definitely was. <laughs> but that really affected me because I was like, I'm short. And now do people see me like that, too? And it just it was like a such like a point me of just this is this is now a, a relatable character, but one that I'm not sure I should be relating to because of the way that others treat her. Right. Fast forward again. She quote unquote gets her life together because she gets pregnant with um, what's his face? Jay Val, her now husband, and she loses a lot of weight. She like works with this trainer, lose a lot of weight is this mother. And now she's so totally.
2: Then they're like businesswoman.
3: So, so and they put her on the cover of things. Her weight loss is like constantly a thing. I like remember wanting to find out the cost of how much her trainer, Michael, I kind of (laughs) remember that conversation. Yeah. Charges. Um, yeah, it was like a big thing. Like that's how you turn your life around. You lose a fuck ton of weight and people start to like you again. So, even though she really stops, like, drinking as much. But now in Jersey Shore, I think she drinks I don't, I don't either, watch yeah. it as much. Um, but Snooki, to me, was... She was, like, I loved the show. But I had, like, this love-hate relationship with her character. And just because it was real... A lot of mine are reality. Like Laguna. Yeah.
2: Snooki. Because um, you're seeing producers of- turn a real person into yeah. a caricature based and often that's based on appearance. And so there's something more right. real about it than just like, you know, a Disney, a man drawing like a hot Disney character. Cause he like would be attracted to it.
3: Right. Yeah. And just like the, the relationship, the, the way that men treated her and like the way that she was sort of rejected. And she was like, well, fuck that. I'm just going to get drunker and just get with whoever I want. And like she tries to hook up with all the guys in the house and they like sort of laugh it off and then they're embarrassed by it. It sends a lot of messages like to guys too about like you can laugh at women. Yeah,
2: completely. All right, thank you for listening to all the things that have fucked us up psychologically. For our next for next week's episode, you all sent us in what fucked up you psychologically. So we're going to go through those and talk about like more instances of this and like we have lots of sound yeah, clips ready. Yeah, and we're going to, you know, start to interpret those. So that'll be our next episode. And yeah, in the meantime, be sure to sign up for DST Back for Seconds, um, where we give even more personal details about our our lives. And you get two <laughs> exclusive bonus episodes a month, um, where we dive a little deeper into more personal things. Plus, you get all of the existing episodes a day early and ad free. Um, but if you don't want to be a subscriber to Back for Seconds And you want to just stay a regular fan You will still be getting all the things that you're used to um, And we would really appreciate if you would rate, review And subscribe and follow us on Apple and Spotify Email us at dst at Follow us on our social medias I'm at Sammy Aileen is at Aileen And wow, we're always with you Through Thick and Thin
0: Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Stacy Wong and Sean Kilby. Social media by Sydney Rafe. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com. Betches.